The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. How much would Crab Benedict cost at a nice restaurant that serves brunch in Wisconsin? Mm. Probably $22. I was thinking 20, 24 yeah. Yeah, 22 to 25 is where I would say okay. it probably comes yeah. down. Overpriced, overrated. Yeah. So what was it, 400 500 Did you pay 500 for this? Over six? Can't be seven. <laughs> don't, don't tell me you paid $700 for this jacket. Overpriced? Yeah. Try paying 65 American <laughs> dollars? In this economy? Yes. <laughs> Did you pay $700 for this jacket? Is that what you're saying to me? You are sick. Is that what you paid for this jacket? But it's Vegas. <laughs> and you, you kind of have to look past stuff like that. Oh, did you drink. get a whole crab? I don't understand. How many bennies? <laughs> Just one. One egg? Yeah, one egg. Did you get toast? What did you pay for this jacket? I won't oh, say like anything. I want to know what you paid for this jacket. You know what, though? I will say this. It was worth it. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Lattice. She wants to ride it. She's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her man look like he want to fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. Talk about it. We all about it. They make the plans. We sit and count. Our chairs stack just like a mouse. I have a game-changing, path-changing, life-changing proposal for you guys. Let's hear it. It's a lot of changes. I see no changes. <laughs> um, speaking of Tupac's guy, we just saw. I was yeah. just going to say, who's Gabe? Wiz Khalifa today or what? Because well, of the gold? The, the neon? Black and yellow. Ah. I mean, okay, sure. That's way too much of a reference for you. Yeah. I, way too much of a reference. Like, way too good of a reference? Yeah, he knows too much about Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, black and yellow, black and yellow, Is black it, and there's yellow. There's a green and yellow, too, right? Doesn't he sing that? Lil Wayne. That's Lil Wayne. Ah, same thing. Um, okay, here's my proposal, okay? Ready for this, Chew? Yep. You and Ashy and Joshy, who absolutely nailed the Jen, Gabe, and Chewy show yesterday should do one show a week. <laughs> Just what you could pick. You could pick your day. It could be Monday. It could be Tuesday. It could be Wednesday. It could be Thursday. It could be Friday. I mean, as long as you keep up the Hughes Day tradition on Tuesday, I don't really care. Uh, and then uh, Gabe and I will uh, will supervise. Gabe, what do you think? Yeah, no, hey, I'm great at supervising. <laughs> Me too. I am fantastic. Delegating. You know where I'm really good at supervising? <laughs> From home. Yeah. <laughs> Really good With there. With my eyes shut. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how good I am at it. It's more of a meditation sort of supervising than anything so, else. So first I want to say thank you. Uh, we had fun yesterday. Little yeah. inmates running the asylum type of deal. But uh, wh- what's in it for us? Good Get to point. do a show. Well, yeah. I mean, Joshy, <laughs> you were very good at hosting Jen, Gabe, and Chewy yesterday. Some might say better than the no, usual host. No, yes, some might like say. This. Some might say. Uh, so what do you mean what's in is, it for you? You get to do something. I, I would love to do it, 
but it seems like you guys just get the day off. Well, <laughs> yes. that's to the of. untrained eye, yes, exactly. it would appear that yes. way. But I assure you, yes. that's us, not what this is. Let us be clear. This is for you. Because uh, I'd be, ha- I'd happily do it. I had a great time with Chu and Asha yesterday, and the show crushed. Oh my god, you guys were so funny. Didn't talk a lot of sports, as I know our loyal listeners, not our loyal listeners, actually. No, no. Randos on the talk and text line were like, talk more sports. We got called Jerry Springer, which we were talking about crab oh, cakes in exactly, Vegas. I know exactly who that is. <laughs> I know who you are. Um, that was a compliment. You guys yeah. crushed it. I thought the show was so funny. Chewy, you and your $65 crab Benedict... Which, by the way, I was in Cabo, as you guys well know, this past weekend. Very expensive. Things Uh there, very expensive. Especially if you want, like, a bag of chips or something that's, like, very American. Do you have any idea how much a Celsius energy drink costs in Cabo? Twelve bucks. It's 23. That's ridiculous. 23 American dollars? Like, this is. And by the way, the conversion rate is 17 right now, so you can't do the quick math. No. Right? It's not like you could just, like, pop it off and figure out what you're spending. You gotta pull out your calculator every GD time. Didn't do the seven, didn't make it all the way up to the 17 times tables? Correct. I was thinking. Fourth grade? After the show, if you order eggs Benedict here, well, in the United, the real United States, not overpriced fake United States Vegas. Don't you get two X Benedict instead of one? Wait, time out. You only got one I only Benny? got one. Yeah. Wait, you no. only got half so the English like muffin? So that's like a hundred in math. Wow. No, the, English, the English muffin comes in two pieces, Correct. pal. And it's two poached eggs. I yes. sent the picture. Yes, Josh, he didn't. didn't yeah, I? you did. You yeah. sent it yesterday. It's that's a, all it's... you got. Wait, you got scammed worse than I got scammed. Yes. Can I tell you yes. my scam story? Got a little scammed at the uh, at the marina in Cabo, which, by the way, Cabo is far as you know what. Might as well be Timbuktu. Yeah. Six hours of travel uh, on the plane, hour commute from the from the rental house that we stayed in to the airport. I know, boo hoo! It's, it's so long. But yesterday I left the house at nine a.m. You know what time I got to Mitchell? Nine p.m. Yeah, I mean, you're pulling off nice self-awareness here, but yes, I don't know if people are going to find sympathy for you when you're complaining about your Cabo vacation. I was about to wear you. (laughs) I'll wear myself, okay? So we went to the marina, and we wanted to take a boat out. They have this thing called the Arch, the Arches. It's supposed to be, you know, it's like a rock formation. We got that here. Just got to go down to St. Louis. I thought it was dopey, dumb. Whatever, doesn't matter. We wanted to get out on a boat, which was great. Jumped in the water, very salty. Speaking of (laughs) T-Pain. Yeah, I'm on a boat. (laughs) Look at all the people that we've got tucked into this first segment of the show. And the gentleman gives us the price for the boat. And we didn't want to go out of one of these dinghies, too, right? Like one of these little ones where you're all like packed in with uh, with, uh, life jackets you look kind like, people, like a catamaran, yeah, right? Well, sort of a catamaran, but more of just like a, a big speedboat, you know, that has the yeah. cabin underneath, and sure. you can lay out on the front and jump off the back and stuff like that. So that's what we did. And the gentleman, as we're going to pay, says, oh, don't forget about the $13 marina tax. <laughs> the what? The marina tax. Everybody knows about the marina $13 tax. $13 per person. There's seven of us, so... You start getting a little, it's up over a hundred bucks, right? I don't do math. It is, yes? No. Close to? Getting there, approaching. Okay. So then as I go to the ATM to take out the money to make sure we have enough for the cost of the boat, which he quoted us, and the $13 marina tax, 
Homie must have forgot what he said because he goes, oh, and don't forget about the $17 marina tax. I said, come again? He said, I told you about the $17 marina tax. I said, you certainly did not. You told me about a $13 marina tax. So right now it feels like Giorgio or whatever his name was. uh, Giovanni. Giovanni. Feels like you're trying to scam me. He says, oh, no, no, I misspoke. It's only $13. I said, I'll tell you what, we're not paying now is the marina tax. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's total fake, right, Chu? You've, been, you've, you've had this happen before, oh, yeah. right? Fake, That's fake, like fake. Johnson rods, you know? Oh, your car needs a new Johnson rod. Oh, yeah, I get, <laughs> why don't I get two of those? Well, I mean, you don't want to mess around with the Johnson rod, Chu. No. You've got to be very careful with that. Very important part of the vehicle and the whole apparatus. Yeah, sure. Uh, Chef Ed weighing in on the ESPN Milwaukee talking text line wants to know if I ran into any bucks in Cabo. I did think that was an interesting symmetry as I was leaving for Cabo the other day. And then Doc Rivers calls out the bucks players for having their minds already in Cabo. I did not see any bucks players. I did hear that a bunch of 49ers players were staying at a resort down the road as well. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and his significant other, Kyle Juszczyk and uh, George Kittle were all there in Cabo with their families and people. So, yeah, uh, you guys were more impressed with me actually getting to Cabo. Well, I mean, Friday was awesome. Trying to keep... We had people, Jen. You want to talk about the loyal listeners of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy? Like, people were tracking your flights. Like, people were tracking Taylor Swift's flight to see if she could make it to Vegas in time for the Super Bowl. People were so invested in you making the trip that you could not book... As a as an accompanied flight, you had to book two separate flights because originally, when your plane was scheduled to land, the gates were supposed to be closed of the second Correct. flight that you were trying to Correct. make. Correct. But you saw what happened, right, Chu? You saw that my flight out of Milwaukee, the 545, landed early. And early enough that I was able to... Now, there was a gate change last minute. It was supposed to be the D gate, which was right next to the E gate, which is where the flight was taking off from. So that's just one stop on the plane train. actually timed it for you guys. Uh, It's one minute per terminal on the plane train. Okay. So I ended up getting dropped off at the B gates, which is B, C, D, E. So that's how many minutes. You're familiar with the alphabet? I'm familiar with the alphabet. Vaguely. What about you? (laughs) You? Oh, look at this guy. (laughs) He can do it in Spanish. (laughs) Um, And uh, so it ended up, I ended up getting, and my girlfriend had told them that I was coming, and I did run. You know, uh, it's like pushing a sled shoe. I put the big bag on top of the roller bag, and I just push it like a sled throughout through the airport. And as it was, as soon as I got down the escalator, the plane train was pulling up. Got jumped on, minute, 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 minute off. Now the escalator is the hard part because you just sit there, Yeah. right? That feels like a movie scene, actually. You ever seen one of those movies where people are running, 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 and then they get in an elevator yeah, and then you the have music the, is like, do, 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 Yeah, the comedic do, effect of now you have to wait, yes. Yeah, when, you, when you take the escalator, do you treat it kind of like you would a walkway or like a highway? I let people pass if I'm just standing. Million percent. Yeah. You Always stand I'm, on the right. I feel, yep. yeah, I feel like the airport is the only place, like if I'm at... You know, Target, and it's a two-level Target. Right. You know, like, I'm not... No, you, everybody's just riding to the top, right. you know? But you know at an airport, like, people could be in a hurry in the situation. Well, You'd maybe hope. not Jen's specific situation, are, but they're trying to catch a second flight. Are you guys very conscious since COVID not to touch handrails and things like that? Because I am very cognizant of that. And if I'm holding it, I go, ugh. I don't <laughs> think COVID changed. I, I didn't like touching that stuff my whole life. Because, really? like, if you touch a escalator, oh. ugh, you, like, I don't touch it, There's, it, like, slime. Nothing. Nope. Me neither. 
Uh, bathroom, I always use the paper towel, like in the in the plane. Always use the paper oh, towel yeah. to do the hand thing and then put it in. I mean, airport before. is the, probably the number one place where I don't want to touch things. Yeah, correct, anything. and that's that, correct. That, that has existed my entire life. Like, I want to go in the bathroom without touching anything and leave without touching anything. Wait, so are you guys impressed that I was able to make it at least? Yeah, 100%. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, seems like there were some assists. <laughs> what do you mean assists? It's still I mean, a bucket. Wait, you didn't Wait, go minute, out, out and score 45 by yourself with no assist. Okay. I mean, you had... People were dishing Yeah, there were. The I mean, there were a couple bit. of yeah. lobs, and Jen finished them with sweet dunks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. Again... Show me a basketball player who has 45 points and no assists. Were you the last one on Wilt. the plane? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. How much Absolutely. time like did you have like Um, that's a great question. Let me take a look. Give me a second cuz I actually did we did mark the time that they closed the door. Like did you technically hold up people a couple minutes? Yeah, did no. You get dirty no, looks? no. No, no. Cabin door closed 8:58. Well, okay, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah that's, I thought it was pretty, pretty good, good little Again, and if I hadn't made it, then there was an 11.15 yeah, that I yeah. would have gone on on. You know what I mean? It wasn't that big of a deal. But I appreciate that you guys doubted me because that motivated me more. <laughs> I'm like Tyler Kolick over here. You know? Well, again, you the did so much. The more you doubt me, the, more, the better I performed. The amount of research you did. Like, <laughs> when you sent us mm-hmm. the graph of all the different times that that yeah. flight had landed in Atlanta in the, last week. the previous week. Yeah, 12. Like, Looks 12. like you had a nice tailwind on your day. <laughs> did you see how much it fluctuated? Oh, wait, and yes. Joshy, you yeah. made the best point I have ever considered and I mentioned it to my husband Dario when you sent it and he goes truer words never spoken so I sent you guys a list of all of those 545 flights out of Milwaukee to Atlanta and when they landed when you know the the official landing time and it ran the gamut sometimes it was like 828 828 Mm -hmm. got plenty of time to make Uh a 903 right Sometimes it was 9.15. <laughs> Which, good luck. That is good. So, Joshy, what was your reaction and comment to me showing you guys the list of... I believe I just said, this is just a form of gambling for you. Which it is. <laughs> you can't get your fix because we've banned you from betting on Wisconsin sports teams. So now you get your fix through, Wait, so maybe I can make it. How much of a gamble is it? Like, Would you have been able to be refunded had you missed the 9.03? Uh, no, it was a pretty even exchange. I might have had to pay 100 bucks or something similar like that if I had to take the 11 but it was pretty even, Steven. Speaking of betting, you just said I'm not allowed to bet on the local teams, right? Uh-huh. What if I told you oh, that, no. I got the, that I got Memphis at plus 600 on Thursday? Bet against them? I didn't bet against them, but I did bet on a different team. No, that's you bet against the Bucks. <laughs> bet on the opponent is betting against them. <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to wear any sort of Bucks gear for two weeks. Time out. Hold two on. Weeks. Eh, two weeks. Two weeks. We got to decide when we're deciding. Two weeks. We got to decide when we're deciding to care about the bet Bucks. Bet against the Bucks? I bet All right. on. Here is the honorable That judge. was just a, a, a <laughs> mallet. Gremlin. Yeah. That's a grip. Gremlin. Dust pop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have Jason Wildey coming up on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Uh, yes, I got it at plus 600, you guys. I don't care. I think you would if you got it at plus 600. Yeah. No, guess what I want the dumb? Not money line. The, the gambler in me is saying, that's pretty sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, Josh. Because I go, this Bucks team, man, I don't know right now. Like, last game before the All-Star break, and I was like... I'll take a flyer on Gabe, it. Do you remember the names of the people? Because I forgot them. Gigi Jackson? Yeah, that's him. That guy, he looked like Dame out there. <laughs> I'm never going to forget Gigi Jackson. Who is that? 
<laughs> he may never score 27 points again. I'm never going to forget G.G. Jackson. Chewie won't forget him either. He'll just call him Jalen or <laughs> Jared. What the hell are you guys talking about? MLS here? Or what? <laughs> the Memphis who's? Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Oh. I bet on the Grizzlies on Thursday gotcha. night. I got plus 600 on the money line. Chewie. I have Pot no idea what that means. Plus 600 what? Johnson if you Rob? bet $100, you win 600 If you bet 100 you get 600 Okay. Yep. Because no, they wonder, were underdog. no wonder you sucked at gambling when you got out of football. You have no yeah. idea how it works. Well, you should at least get the teams right that are playing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a problem Excellent one time. Excellent first step. <sighs> Jason Wilde is coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Tune into Behind the Bucks on Bucks Plus Audio Network. It's presented by Gallagher. Behind the Bucks uncovers all the stories around the Milwaukee Bucks. Long-form storytelling podcasts that offer fans a look at Bucks-related topics. From the hardwood to the city streets and everything in between. A behind-the-scenes look at the Giannis documentary, discussions with community leaders, and find out the thoughts of former stars. Behind the Bucks covers it all, bringing you Bucks stories like you've never heard before. Behind the Bucks, presented by Gallagher. Find it on Bucks Plus, wherever you get your podcasts. Ready, down, put, 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 put. All Packers, all the time. We have come light years in the last two months, and people should be over the moon excited about that. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. It's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Always great to hear from our friend and teammate, Jason Wilde. Good morning, Jason. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. How was yours? Lovely. Beautiful. Fantastic weather. Cabo. Can't complain. Other than the guy who tried to swindle us out of another four bucks per person on the boat. But that's a that's not huge. It was not that big of a deal. Uh, today. Swindling. Swindling. The, today, the franchise tag Good window work. opens. And it sounds like that's not something that the uh, Green Bay Packers are going to be engaging in. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, who would you use it on? Ugh. I mean, there aren't a lot of really good options. Um, if they, I mean, do John th- Runyon. John Can't Runyon let is John Runyon. Get away! Right? No, um, no, there's AJ Dillon. I believe was thrown out there, <laughs> right? As somebody who could be a candidate but, for it, if they were going to. You want to pay him around. more than you have to pay Aaron Jones? No, I don't. Did AJ Dillon call into the show? <laughs> yeah. He texted me and was like, hey, when start you talk, the, hey, let's when you start talk the about rumor. franchise tag, can you just maybe casually bring me up? That'd be great. Thanks. Um, no, it just doesn't feel like they have a great candidate for it. So they'll probably be one of the teams that does not exercise no. the franchise tag. Correct. I'm sorry. Did you want more on that? Yeah, there's, <laughs> look, here's the, here's, the, here's the great thing about their uh, free agent situation. They've got a couple of guys that I think they want back, right? I think they want Keyshawn Nixon back. Um, I'm not even sure how they feel about Darnell Savage. Uh, I think if Joe Barry had survived, uh, I don't think Darnell Savage would have wanted to come back. And I, I don't know if they would have wanted him back now. You know, I still, I don't think he'll be back. That's my own opinion. That is not based on any conversations I've had. I just get the vibe that he, he wants a fresh start and they want a fresh start and, uh, he wants to go somewhere where, I mean, I, I do believe he feels very strongly that with Joe Barry, 
he was miscast and that he was uh, used more uh, in a way that was good for him uh, and allowed him to be more effective when Mike Pettin, as Tausch likes to call him, was the uh, defensive coordinator. And so I think the last three years there's been some frustration, and I think he's, uh, you know, I think he's probably open to returning. But the bottom line is, is you look at this group of free agents, I mean, you know, there was a time where I thought Yash was going to be their starting right tackle for a long time. And obviously he fell out of favor to some degree, so I don't think he'll be back. I mean, that list of, I think it's 11 unrestricted free agents. I mean, there's just, not only is there nobody there that you would use the franchise tag on, there's really nobody there that you say you absolutely positively cannot lose uh, in free agency. In, Am I still on? In the NFL. Hi, Sue. Hi, buddy. That was my fault. What'd you do? Your mic wasn't up. So Whoa. Are, you just <laughs> Wait. See, he's sabotaging the show because he's like, hey, I crushed yesterday. This producer stuff's for the birds. You were on the show yesterday. You were part of the crushing. He wouldn't keep you out. No, I'm saying Joshy. Joshy's sabotaging the whole board. Which oh, is... Jen, that's a good point, though. Yeah, that's a good point. You would have you would have cut Jen's mic or something. Well, I think we should maybe switch roles when I get back there for a little while, because if you remember, a couple you know, months ago, I producer producer role. A couple, a couple of months ago? A couple of years ago? We were in the old place. Jason, hi. Uh, there's a word hi, popping hey, up. That I know what it means, but I'm not familiar with it when it comes to football terms, and that word is void. Does that mean those three are cut? What does it mean? No, it, so a new tech, a semi-new technique that was not around when you and Don Hudson signed your contracts yeah. is adding void years that allow you to push out the charges for signing bonus money into multiple years. So let's say we signed Chewy to a uh, – we restructure Chewy's deal. Okay, you've got an existing deal. You're scheduled to make $15 million in base salary this season, which, gosh, that would have been nice for you. You would have had a nice little nest egg there. Um, and you wouldn't be doing this show because you'd be rolling in the dough. But instead, uh, you played when you did, and, and you need the money, and you need people to tell you how great you are, which is what I do on this show all the time. So you didn't. You, let's go back in time. You got your your base salary for this season. You've got a. Let's say we've got a a, a roster bonus and a base salary, and your total comp for the twenty twenty four season is fifteen million dollars. And I need some cap space, so I'm going to take Chewy's contract, and I'm going to add three void years to it. You know, let's just add two for math. For easier math. Okay. So we take that $15 million. We add two void years to your contract. We convert it to a signing bonus. And now instead of, uh, now we get to spread it out over three years. So now instead of you costing $15 million against the cap this year, you count five this year, you count five next year in the first void year, and then you count five more in the second void year the following year, right? So now I've created... I've conjured up $10 million in cap space, and I haven't paid you a dime extra. Now, here's the problem. Eventually, 
the void years do have to count against the cap. Mm-hmm. It's not just a magic thing where you get to do that and then, oh, those are void years, so that money doesn't matter. So in the case of the three guys, and, and you're right, this is not something that has been done a lot in previous years, and it also has not gotten a lot of attention. I know Rob Domofsky posted a tweet yesterday uh, about how those three guys, uh, Nixon, Savage, Savage and, and was uh, Yash the other yes. one? Mm-hmm. Was Yash the other one? Yeah. Um, you know, they were already on the free agency list. Like, we all knew they were – This we all knew this was going to happen. Now, if if any of those three, going back to Jen's question about the franchise tag and my response about not having really anybody that you absolutely positively have to make sure you keep, um, if they had wanted to, they could have signed one of those three. Let's say one of them was someone they really, truly wanted. They could have signed one of those three to an extension before yesterday's deadline. And then you kind of, you're able to wipe out those void years and you basically can fold them into the new extension. So now you don't have those void year charges hitting you on this year's cap. But again, those were all expected. They knew what they were doing with those void years. They knew that charge was coming. So it's not like they're scrambling going, Oh crap. Russ ball sitting there in his office. going, Oh my God. Now we got $9 more million against the cap. I, I never saw this coming. Like they, they budgeted for this. So it's not, you know, again, we're kind of in that window until the scouting combine next week kicks off. We're kind of in that window where there's not a whole hell of a lot going on. Um, you know, the Packers hiring a uh, strength and conditioning coach qualifies as big news now. Like, we're just – we're kind of in one of those dead zones mm-hmm. where there's not a lot going on. So that stuff gets probably more attention than it merits. Does that make it less likely, Jason, that they're going to re-sign one of those three? No. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, I think it tells you that the, it was not a priority game. Um, but what I think it also is, is, you know, I think that they're big fans of um, guys that they're not so sure of. Let them hit the market and then see what the market tells those players. Like going back to A.J. Dillon, right? Like, I don't know about you guys. I don't have any idea what his market's going to be. Do you? Like, is there anybody that thinks that he's going to get like a monster deal from no. someone to be their number one running back? No, I don't, no way. right? No. no way. And so, and so you, he's a good example. Now he didn't have void years and stuff, but my point is, is he's a good example of a guy that you let him get to the market, see what it dictates. And then maybe he comes back and says, Hey man, I, I didn't get anything I wanted. My wife is from here. I don't want to leave here. I want to keep, you know, doing stuff for Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. I want to sell more Quadzilla books. I'm happy to be here for another year on, like, a prove-it deal. Um, And maybe he's better off. And then, you know, who knows, right? I mean, Aaron Jones dealt with some injury issues last year. He's getting older. Like, maybe Aaron Jones misses more time again. And this time, A.J. Dillon is really productive. And then when he hits the market again next year, he gets a much bigger number. I don't know. So I, 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 yeah, I'm not saying that will happen Chew. I'm saying that if you're in his position and if you're the Packers and you let him go to the market and there's nothing there for him, maybe then you get him back on a discounted prove it deal. And then maybe that's a good thing for you. And then you can, you know, again, I know that he was not 
uber productive uh, when he was the starting running back and Jones was missing time. I still think he has value. Uh, I, I, I do like him as a player. Uh, I do think that he struggled last year and in 2022 with some, you know, confidence and pressure and all the stuff. You know, I've talked about that before, that how open he was about how much he let that stuff get to him. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he would play freer in a circumstance like that. I don't know. I'm just saying that I wouldn't completely shut the door on him, but I think that they're probably going to let most, if not all, of these guys get to the market and then see what the market bears for them. Jason, before we let you go, this is the first time we've talked to you about all the stuff that went on this weekend with the David Bakhtiari thing, with the report and the aggregator and the Schneidman and the information and whatnot. Do you think David Bakhtiari is back in a Green Bay Packers uniform this year? No. No, I don't. But, that, again, I mean... You know, again, back to my earlier point about how this is such a, you know, dead zone time in the schedule. Like, I'm not here to defend other beat writers, even ones that I like, like Matt. I mean, he's on a competing station. I I like Matt a ton. I read the story. Uh, He he certainly gave his opinion and implied very strongly that he believes that David Bakhtari won't be back. And I've said that a bunch, but it's weird how certain things take on a life of their own in the aggregating world. Right. And so I don't fault him at all. Um, at the same time, all these aggregating types are looking for content and David Bakhtiari's name certainly gets you attention when you tweet it out. And I mean, it even got attention from David, right? I mean, he even shared it. If I get fired, I'm blaming you or whatever it said. Um, but the bottom line is, he is set to count $39.99 million against the cap. If you cut him, you only have 19 and change million in dead cap money. So I'm no mathematician. The girls are in like Pythagorean theorem and all these other things that I love when they're doing homework. But this one's a fairly simple math. You've cleared $21 million of cap. You free up $21 million of cap space. You have $21 million more cap space if you cut him than if you keep him on the roster at his current number. That would seem to me to be a very easy decision, especially given the uncertainty of the health of his knee. Now, that is a complicating factor in releasing him, right? because he is not healthy enough to play right now. It is also a risk in that if this uh, cartilage regeneration surgery, which was fairly invasive in November, if I understand David's explanation correctly, I mean, there's a chance that this saves his career. And there's a chance that by training camp, he is maybe not as good as new but he's a hell of a lot better, and you're going to get more than one game out of him if he's playing for your team. And maybe the New York Jets, who are desperate, who are dysfunctional based on that athletic story, based on the fact that Aaron Rodgers is still there and he would love to have David on his team, maybe, and their offensive line sucks, maybe they take a flyer on him, pay him more than they should, and it pays off big time for them. And he has that second Andrew Whitworth act. But the Packers scenario with him, all you needed to know was that when Goody talked to us after the season, he said in no uncertain terms 
that they are not trading Jair Alexander and that Aaron Jones absolutely will be back. And then when David Bakhtiari was asked about, it was a word salad of he's got a long way to go and it's a major injury and all that other stuff. So I think that they've made their position very clear, and I was a little surprised at how much attention that got over the weekend. Jason, we appreciate you hanging out with us, man. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. Listen to Jason Wilde on Wilde and Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy each and every weekday right here on ESPN Milwaukee. We still have a lot of stuff to get to this morning. Stick around. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. X-Golf, located at American Family Field, is open for the offseason. It's open year-round, and it's a really cool space to go. It's overlooking left field inside American Family Field. Really cool space to go, hang out, maybe have some lunch. Just check out the stadium. You can see the new scoreboard that's going up. And, oh, by the way, it's also still an X-Golf, so you can get your offseason working. Maybe you're looking to get better this offseason and hit the ground running once the course is open this spring. Get a golf lesson taught by their PGA Pro in Andy Barrett. It's a great place to host your next event as well. Find out more information and book your sim today at xgolfampfamfield.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. There's two things she counts in the house. One of the pictures. (laughs) What do you think the other one is? Firearms. Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) On 94.5 ESPN. Continuing a Tuesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And if you missed any of Jason Wildey's appearance, you can always find it on Wisconsin On Demand. We talked about how the franchise window opens today, and the Packers are unlikely to use the franchise tag on any of their guys. Did you guys see that Justin Fields apparently unfollowed the Chicago Bears on oh. all of his social media accounts? That means nothing. Does it really? Because well, yes, Jair did something. The- you don't just do it. What a waste of time if it means nothing. Jair literally did that earlier this year. Did he do that to the Packers? Yes. Like so, but 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 Kyler Murray did the same thing with the Cardinals. Dysfunction. It is a sign that you know all's not well. Uh, Sure, but again, like whether or not that means he's in Chicago or not. Again, this is something athletes do, and everybody gets all worked up over because they think that player could be available. But there are just as many examples of that player remaining in that space than that player actually then getting traded. But by you saying it means nothing, you're not even using it as a sign that that player is disgruntled like it's there's clearly an issue there there's conflict there sure cool (laughs) like but again like you can it's not nothing but so one athlete gets a little ticked off and starts unfollowing everything and then tomorrow he could start following everything back of course yes obviously that's what that's what i'm saying like it, it just happened with jair jair as we just heard jason say jair's not going anywhere like it we just lived it with the packers like about jair's a goof I mean, no, no offense, player, bud. No offense. I think a lot of uh, NFL guys are goofs. I don't. I wouldn't put Fields in that category, though. Hey, Jair's weird, and he's a, he's a weird, good adjacent, I guess. Entertaining, but Fields, I never. I thought he's pretty level-headed, cool, calm, collected. I don't think it applies to personalities. I think it's just a thing NFL athletes do. And it does signal some sort of unhappiness, but it could be uh, anything. 
Like there's there's so many different reasons why this happens. Sometimes people do it when they just want a new contract faster. Well, it's just a tiny temper tantrum. That's what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a tiny mm-hmm. temper tantrum. And Maybe so, they didn't again, have his smoothie flavor available in the cafeteria after his workout <laughs> yesterday. Who knows? Um, but I do think that the temper tantrum does get noticed. I don't think that it's nothing. I think that it's like, oh, it not all is well in Mudville, obviously. So I think it's just something to keep an eye on. I don't want to talk specifically about Justin Fields. I want to talk about other quarterbacks. More specifically, who the quarterback comp is for Jordan Love's new contract. Would you be comfortable with the Packers getting paid the same as Justin Herbert? There is an article on PackersNews.com that does kind of go through some of the other quarterbacks who have made top-tier money in the league. I believe Justin Herbert's uh, annual average is $52 million. Does that sound about right? $52 yes. million? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, would you be okay with Jordan Love, who has not put together the resume that Justin Herbert has, getting a Justin Herbert-ish contract, Gabe? I mean, he's done something that Justin Herbert hasn't done. Playoff game. Won a playoff game. Uh, like, I mean, would I be, would I prefer it to be a little bit lower? Sure. But if he ends up getting 52 and a half, that's just the way it works. I'm completely cool with that. Like the the thought that they could potentially sign him for $40 million, you know, get that Dak Prescott or Matthew Stafford or Daniel Jones deal. Like that just seems so pie in the sky to me that you go out there and this is your first opportunity to really break the bank. You bet on yourself in a big way. And now you get to reap those benefits. Like, him being around that number, yeah, I'm, I'm completely cool with that. Because also, Chu, when you look at the breakdown of Herbert's contract, like the first couple of years, like last year his cap hit was less than 8.5. This year it's 19. Like, there's there's a way to kind of yeah. ease your way into the big-time money of the contract. Yeah, I think he deserves, like, a Jalen Hurts. I mean, he didn't. I mean, Jalen Hurts would finish what second in the MVP voting one year and didn't play very well. And Correct. I believe yeah, Hurts I, I, is currently the fifth highest paid quarterback, fifty-one uh, AAV annual. Yeah, I would. Say, uh, God, I would like it to be around forty-five, fifty. Fifty-one seems like a lot, and I think you know everyone brought up Daniel Jones. I think he's surpassing Daniel Jones and even Kyler Murray. But you can always say those teams were stupid; they should have never paid him that. But I would. Th- think what'd you say uh herbert was 52 yeah he's gonna get 50 55 is the cap that's where not cap but that's the high mark that's where joe burrow is he's either gonna get 50 jen or he's going to get dumped on and what i mean by dumped on is like nah we don't want to we're thinking 45 Mm. and then it doesn't get done and then they go the franchise route i don't think that happens because goody drafted him do I think he's worth 50, 52? No. What, like, what does that even mean, though? What? what? Where are you basing he's not worth 50 on? Uh, he's had half of a good year. Right, but that's what quarterbacks cost. So do you well, want him I, or I do you not want him? I, I, like that, that's the problem. There's two schools of thought, Joshy. There's like, I'm not paying uh, Le'Veon Bell, and I'm not paying Kirk Cousins, and you go that route, or... You pay him fifty two or fifty three. Yeah, and I think I think you and Josh are on the same page. Yeah, because yeah, if you're if you're offering forty four forty five, well, okay, then I guess you don't all really I'm want him. All I'm saying is this, peeps. All I'm saying peeps. is this. This is all I'm saying. All right, hit hit me, bro, Chuck. Okay. We all seen the Carson Wentz. We saw a little bit of the Jared Goff. Just don't come back here in a year or two and say, oh, they should have never done it. 
Should have no, never so done it. I, I we don't... don't know yet. It's been a half of a year. Yes, it's been a pretty good half of a year, but we've seen it before where quarterbacks like this go the other way. And this is the risk that you run to me because everyone's wondering, oh, why don't why don't more teams do what the Packers do? Just let a quarterback sit for a few years. Well, this is the dilemma now you find yourself in because now you have yeah. less data points to offer that big contract. Like Chewy said, it's a half of a good year. It was a hell of a half a year, right? I mean, he was the best quarterback in the league the second half of the year. So you're going to have to pony up. Is there some risk there that he does kind of take a little half step backwards? Absolutely. But based on what he did over that last half of the year, it's now his turn to get paid. Sure. And you have, this is to me, this is just a no-brainer. This is what you have to do. I just don't think that players like this sign up for more than one prove-it deals. No. He signed Correct. up for the prove-it deal. Yeah. Kind of, He gave he them the it. opportunity. He said, okay, I'll, do, I'll take your incentive-laden option. And he checked all those boxes, not all of them, but most of those boxes to the tune of several more million dollars. You don't do that again. You don't go back and go, well, since it worked out so well the last time, why don't we do another incentive-laden deal? Like, the point is, this is the going rate for a franchise quarterback. To go under the going rate for a franchise quarterback is to indicate to said quarterback that you don't think he's the franchise guy. And that does all sorts of things for Psyche, not just the individual, but for the team. So the bottom line is, if you believe that this is your guy, this is the rate. This is what you pay. If you want a boat in Cabo on a Sunday evening around sunset, this is the rate. $17 marina fee. But, 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 you don't have to pay it. You have two years. You don't have to pay it. No, you do. No, you don't. But, Chewy, that, that mindset is what lost them Devontae Adams. Uh, that was just dumb because we knew Devontae Adams was probably the best receiver in the league. Yeah, and they refused to pay him when it was his time to pay we because they had the extra year. And they're yeah. like, oh, and then we can franchise tag him. And, and by but, the time but, it but got to on, that, but wait, was... Did we know that? And I don't want to do revisionist oh, yeah. history, but hold on. Every other person around Aaron Rodgers has not been given the benefit of the doubt, whether it's Matt LaFleur, whether it's some of the other position players. It has always been what effect did Rodgers have on their success? You knew Devontae was good, but how much was Aaron uh, Rodgers contributing to being, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much was Rodgers a factor in why he was game-changing? There was one good receiver in 2017 when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and that, that proved it. Devontae. Yeah, when, when Devontae was doing Devontae things with Brett Humley throwing the football still, like you kind of knew that this was, yeah, this wasn't just a product of Aaron Rodgers. Like This dude was indeed yeah, one legit. of the best receivers in the league. Chewie, what are the most important areas that you can look at, even if it is a small sample size, which, is, which it is with Jordan Love? Because I would argue it's third and fourth down. What he does on the money downs, right? I believe he was close to 60%. He had close to a 60% completion percentage on the money downs. Uh, there's still the questions about the long ball, right? I don't know if that's fixed, you know? Fair. I'm just saying there's a sample size already that uh, there's quarterbacks that had a Jordan Love type year and then they stunk. And then they're like, why did we do that? If so there was... all I'm saying is this, is I, I'm not going out and paying them $53 million after half of a year. I don't care what the market is because you don't have to. Because Packer fans, and God bless them, it's their team. They love them. They don't think there is any chance of this happening. Well, don't you then run the risk again? Because we saw it with Devonte. You brought up Kirk Cousins. That's what happened. Like Kirk, they refused to pay him, and he went fine. Franchise tag me. Fine. Franchise tag me again. Then I'm walking away in free agency, and I ain't sure. signing here. 
Like, yeah, do but, you but, run the risk of? Do you run the risk? And are you okay with running the risk of pissing off Jordan Love to the point where he's like, "All right, fine. You don't actually believe in me. Franchise tag me. Franchise tag me. Yeah, then it's look, deuces." Look what uh, I think Adam Shefty said it last week. You know, with Justin Jefferson. Well, you don't bring Kurt. I ain't coming. Well, how about thirty million a year? Okay, I can live with Dobbs. Sure, <laughs> but you also. Know? Yeah, by but all you accounts, lose your bargaining power. By all accounts, the locker room loves this dude as well. Yes. Right? Sure. And, and if you want to continue having this reputation of, you know, draft and develop and then pay, which is what you want to have. You don't want it out there that you're a cheapskate franchise. I think you have to but sign Lee, Jordan Love. And also, yeah, Chewy, to the, to the downfield uh, conversation that you had, if he hadn't shown improvement, if the numbers hadn't gotten better all over last season, I could I would sit there in that space with you and say, don't you need your quarterback to be able to throw 20 yards or more, 30 yards or more in game-winning situations? But against Dallas, he was actually really good, like almost flawless in those downfield by 20 yeah. yards or more situations. I mean, fairness. The bar was so low that, after that, the first that, eight games. But it wasn't hard. But Dallas saying, has a good defense. That's what we talked all, about all year long. All I'm saying is after a half a season of a very good year, I'm very cautious about giving the guy 53, well, 54, whatever million is. You, if you wanted the cheap deal, then you should have done what they did with Aaron Rodgers because they Gabe, got Rodgers for a steal we'll after his Gabe, first six starts. We'll see if Gabe can nail this one. What do I love to say after the fact? Told you so. You are correct. I will bet you any amount of money that there's no told you so coming with Jordan Love. Ooh. What do, what, we saw what are, half what a season odds? of Can I get a 600 deal odds. that Jen I'm got with, the the, uh, with Memphis <laughs> or whoever? The I'm the one boat? taking the risk. 600 money line <laughs> Memphis versus the Bucks. So if I put down 1000 with Joshy, what do I win? He you would win $6,000. Yeah, All but right. I'm not giving him plus 600. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I believe you just said there's absolutely no chance of this happening. To be fair, he doesn't know what it means either way. So. <laughs> you're right. I don't know what Gabe, I, help I, me. I don't know what you're negotiating. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> we can tell. You. So no. let, let's just figure this out. You don't think they're going to give him $52 million a year? No. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Goody, Goody's feeling pretty good about himself right now. Feeling real good about himself, you know? So he might. If you were, okay, let, so you've been talking about this from the franchise perspective. Yes. If you were, tell me about the player perspective. If you're, if you're Jordan Love, how are you entering this? Uh, I would ask for $53 million. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But you know what? Players don't always get what they want. Sure. You know? Again, around $50 million just seems like where this thing lands. You know, you're in the yeah, top five. I agree with that. You know, you're yeah. in the top five. You're not yeah. the top one, but you're, you know, you're still landing in that top five. Yeah, but if you're giving them 50, Gabe, then it's on your terms and on your years. Yeah. All I'm saying is don't give him everything he wants. Yeah, which is fair. Look, and, and maybe you can knock down the annual average value if you do something like the Chiefs did. Yeah, I mean the Chiefs are paying forty five a year because they gave ten years to yes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, so if you lengthen out that deal, if you're that sure, sure, then maybe there's That's something you could do creatively. There's got to be a compromise way. instead of giving him everything he wants. Now, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm asking for the moon. You know, 
So I'm trying to figure out, you said top five, right? I'm looking at this list. Tell me if it's if it's inaccurate. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, who will likely be out of a job if we're following the rumors out there about yes. Russell Wilson. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, too, just to be clear, as the fourth highest paid player in annual average, has $51 million. Yeah, so 50 yeah, would, would put you right there at five. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't I know what's going on. I think it's for. going higher. I think you're going 52. Also, what's he going to ask for, you think? 55? I mean, I mean shoot for the move. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you start there. Yeah. You ask for a resetting the market. Yeah, you deal. probably start at 56. Yeah, that's just how it goes. 800 990 3776. We've got some reaction rolling in on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line. Alan says, JC, you know what that stands for. Can GMs get back to negotiating, please? We are paying guys $50 million now for nine wins. Flacco bet on himself, won a Super Bowl. How many guys make more than Mahomes? This is trash. It's a trash take. <laughs> I, no, again, I'm, 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 I'm kind of with him. Who, whose money are you saving? Like, what does that mean? Having a franchise quarterback is the only thing that matters. It's the whole deal. We just but watched hold Patrick. On, hold on, we just watched Patrick Mahomes take a team that doesn't deserve to be there to a Super Bowl and win it. He was the underdog three straight games. Like the quarterback is it. You pay them, you keep them, and then you build your team around them. That's it. It's that Plus? simple. Plus six hundred. It's out there. <laughs> you know, he doesn't it's know out what there. that means. Yes, what is it it's out there for? <laughs> I don't what are you getting plus six hundred? Is Joshy getting plus six hundred? No, 600? I am. Oh. I am. For what? From you. But, but what's the bet? Like what are you betting on? I have on? no idea. Wait, no, let's make it that he doesn't get that he doesn't get fifty two? Is that it? No, that doesn't seem to be the discussion. It's like that he's not a franchise quarterback or something. Because you said I told you so. So we're trying to <laughs> figure out what the I told you so will be. He wants to say I told you so. Right. But I'm yeah. not sure where And we're he's giving him plus right 600 now. odds that he will say I told you so? <laughs> the thing is, he'll say I told you so no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a losing proposition, Josh. We'll have a works pizza Wait. and call out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you guys debating that yesterday as yeah. well. The food poisoning. All right, we got to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We roll on right after this.